Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to The Art of Being Well. I am a leading functional medicine doctor. I get to consult people around the world via webcam and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum, Ketotarian, and my brand new book, Gut Feelings. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, we actually have brand new telehealth patient options now open and there's lots of free resources there for you as well. You can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R. W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And listeners of The Art of Being Well, we're giving away free signed books. No matter when you listen to this episode, every single month, my team and I will be randomly picking winners. All you have to do for a chance to win is head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about the show. And you can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast Review itself, or you can take a screenshot of the Apple Podcast Review and message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole. And every single month, my team and I will be randomly picking winners from either the Instagram messages or the Apple Podcast Reviews themselves. And I'll reach out to you. I'll ask which book you want me to sign, and we'll send it out to you. Holly, right? Yep, we want to send you a book. So if Dr. Will Cole messages you on Instagram, hit him back with your info and we will send you that book. Good luck, everybody. All right. As you all know, we have about every month, sometimes more than once a month, we have entire episodes devoted to your burning health questions in an Ask Me Anything, where myself, as well as two members from my functional medicine patient clinical team, are here to answer your questions together. And Holly, who's on the patient experience team, who you just heard from, she is going to ask your questions. And back with burning popularity is the hot or not. So this is the entire, we put your health questions in hot or not format because you all want to know, hey, is this thing on social media that I saw? Is this legit? Is it not legit? Is it worth my time? Is it worth my money? Is it just, you know, a fad or is there some credible science behind it? So this is the latest edition of Hot or Not Wellness Edition. Let's go there. And I have to say, before we get into it, 
Megan is back from maternity leave. Yeah, she back. She back, people. So good to be back. So I'm you excited. all know she's an, on every Ask Me Anything episode. She's on the functional di- diagnostic nutrition team with Emily, and Andrea has been holding your holding down the fort, holding it down. I appreciate it. And <laughs> Andrea's girl. our chief head of a functional patient team here, and she's on the mental health is physical health episodes with Candice, where we talk about mental health and physical health. Check those episodes out. But anyways, she was, Andrea was here in your yep. place for the past double duty. few months. She was doing both <laughs> Ask Me Anything and Mental Health is Physical Health. How's, how's the baby? Oh, he's so good. I was just telling Holly if I can share this little two-second story, but he's just so cute even when he does things where I'm like, that shouldn't be cute. He just started rolling over and he surprised himself and he rolled onto his tummy in his bassinet and then puked everywhere because he was so surprised. <laughs> and he was crying, but I was like, that's the cutest thing. Like, oh it's just so, like, the, so that's how motherhood has changed Yeah, you me. know you have yeah. a you baby, baby when you that You love baby cute. puke. Yes. I was just like, how cute. How sweet. How sweet it is. <laughs> <Cute>. You just <laughs> puked everywhere. Vomit. That's so I am now cute. a softie. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Well, welcome back. We missed you. Thank you. I yes, missed you guys. Good to be back. And the people want to know like what the baby's name is. Are you like... Yeah, get, yeah, yeah. His name is Theo. He's over two feet long already. So he does not take after me because if you know me, I'm a shorty. And he's almost 20 pounds. So he's a he's a big boy. He's a chunk. He's a chunk. So we sweet. love he's a long so chunk. Sweet. And he just, he, he just laughs. And the whole joke at daycare is that Theo knows one thing, and that's when his bottle is about to be given to him. <laughs> so he is a hungry, awesome. chunky, yes. happy baby. I'm a happy, healthy baby. That's yes. awesome. Well, we're so excited for you. Thank you. We're glad you're back. Me glad too. Back. Yeah. Good to be back. <laughs> All right. So let's jump in, Holly. What's the first hot or not? Hot or not. Are you ready for it? Oh, I'm ready. Okay, let's go there. <laughs> first one is digital detox. Okay, so people are taking intentional breaks from tech, from social media, and sharing their experiences on social media, which is kind of the ironic thing, and, <laughs> and lessons they learned during their time away. A study from the Global Workplace Burnout found that almost 34.7% of people surveyed were experiencing burnout last year, about a 30% increase from 2020. Disconnecting from the digital world is one way that people are coping with burnout, kind of taking a break, disconnecting to connect, basically. So it's something that I've talked about. Let me say this. At this point of recording, hashtag digital detox has about 73 million hashtags. So it's something that I've talked about on drwillcole.com in articles for years, like about 10 years. This is not anything new to our space but it's cool that 10 years later, like it's it's becoming more and more mm-hmm. common, more popular. It's an easy hot for me. It's like a super hot, but I do find the irony of like us talking about it when people hear about the <laughs> yes, podcast yeah. via social yeah. media. Look, social media can be used for great things. And we connect with people around the world. We're in telehealth. I love tech. I love modernity and the benefits that. But I do feel like we can have a both and relationship Mm -hmm. where we can have healthy boundaries with technology and social media, use it to its best ability. I don't want to be Amish. I don't want to live completely off the grid. But I I do feel like we have swung so far in the other direction where Mm -hmm. we've like absorbed it as we let it think for us. It's impacting our mental health. It's impacting loneliness. I, so I posted a study recently that's, let me pull this up. 
it's the what, this is out of the the CDC. They found that people that use social media for two or more hours daily were more than twice as likely to report feeling socially isolated than those who used such a technology for less than 30 minutes a day, according to the CDC. And the report found that loneliness is equivalent to smoking about 15 cigarettes a day, which increases, and and, and technology, you think you're connected but you're not. It's this artificial connection in many yeah, ways yeah. that's hijacked our brain, that's impacting our physiology because of this epigenetic genetic mismatch, this evolutionary mismatch. So that's my take. I think overall it's a great thing. I think we need to renegotiate our relationship with technology because it is unsustainable the way that we're doing it right now. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I think it's all about balance, right? I don't, like you said, I don't think we have to be off to the grid to be healthy and to have good boundaries. But at the same time, there has to be a balance. There's clearly been this change. I mean, my husband and I were even talking about how different like our children's, you know, childhood is compared to when we were children, just because of these, these changes that have happened. And you grew up in the nineties. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. It's not that long ago. So, but at the same time, and again, there can be good balance to that. And I think that we just have to be incredibly intentional about it in the same way. Again, we're intentional about our health. You're intentional about the things you put in your body. Let's be intentional about what we spend our time with too. I Mm -hmm. think it's all plays in important part. And we all have really, you know, I think even Holly, you can attest to the digital detox as well, because that's something that you highly value doing all year round. Mm -hmm. We've talked a lot about like social media detoxing specifically. I like this idea of more of a digital detox. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm not the best at it. I want to be the person that sleeps with my phone in the other room. Like, but I will notice, I mean, you think about it, the majority of us work all day on computers, like a lot of people do. And so we're really connected literally all day long. So, I mean, I love this idea of going home for instance, on a work day and like my phone is not in the room with me. Do I do that all the time? No. But do I feel better whenever I do things like that? For sure. What do you think? Yeah. I love what Holly just said, because one of the thoughts that I have is when I am not on my phone or I'm disconnecting from anything digital, it leaves room for the healthier stuff. Like Mm -hmm. suddenly I have more time to work out, sauna, play with my child and not look at my phone, like read a book. So it like it leaves room for the healthier stuff. And I also noticed that like, if I'm ever on social media specifically, like how Holly brought this up, I'm never just like reading about someone's cup of coffee that day. I'm either reading news, like doom scrolling, Mm -hmm. or I'm comparing myself to someone who's saying how amazing their life is. Yeah. So it's not like it's healthy connection either for me. No. And it doesn't just affect us too. I mean, even think about your relationships. I know a wake up call for me was when I have a three-year-old daughter, she's about to turn three and she has trouble going to bed at night by herself. And she had told me, she's like, mom, just come look at your pictures while I fall asleep. And I was like, dang, like you really see that and that affects you too and it's like no like so obviously I spent some time I'm all right I'll just be on Instagram laying next to her and that's just not that's not the right thing to do and yeah yeah, you're not present that's a great point that was a huge wake-up call for me of like no I'm not gonna come home and just be on my phone whether it's social media or even you know researching whatever it may be yeah it's also the reason and I'm not against this if you guys have one but it's also the reason I don't want an Apple watch because that's hard to be disconnected yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's so I true. couldn't imagine the Apple Watch. It seems like, yeah. I do I need another 
ping or a notification yeah. or no, I yeah. do not need that. But, and I think, look, I, I give a lot of practical tips in gut feelings. There's a whole section about the antithesis of FOMO culture, which, you know, the fear of missing out, it's JOMO. It's the joy of missing out. I talk about it at length yeah. in the book to regulate your nervous system, to ground your nervous system, to support that parasympathetic resting, digesting, hormone balance state. So check out Gut Feelings if you want practical resources. But some things that I talk about in the book is putting your phone, like turning off all notifications. I always have all notifications off. Yeah. I'm consulting patients online during the day. I want to be present for them. Yeah. So the idea that right. a text, even a buzz, even like a vibrate on the, it's no, it's pulling me out of the present moment. I'll look at my text when I, when I can. And the same with social media. I never have any notifications on. I think those are just baseline things you should be having. Mm -hmm. And thinking about, you know, growing up in the nineties for you. I mean, it's like, all right, we're not saying go back to the 1800s. This is right. like, let's right. just go back mm -hmm. to the, to the nineties, yeah. yes. early 2000s, just scale yeah. back a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think we all know, can kind of sense that this, we've gone too far yeah, uh, and it's unsustainable. Many people ask me on social media, and obviously we talk about these things with telehealth patients, what are great oils to cook with? It's really important you know the fatty acid profile of the oils that you're cooking with and knowing the smoking point of the oil that you're cooking with. Both are really important. The smoking point and what type of fatty acids, like what type of fats are you cooking with? And I've recommended it to our telehealth patients as well. Many people don't know that seed oils are a huge problem. They've been linked to widespread health and environmental issues, yet they're in everything we eat. Seed oils, which are basically canola oil, vegetable oil, soybean oil, read the packages, look at the oils you're cooking with. This is important. These things are cheap and they're found in most restaurants and packaged foods. They're high in inflammatory linoleic acid and omega-6 fatty acids. The ratio of omegas three, six, and nine, these polyunsaturated fatty acids is really important. The modern Western diet, sadly, is really in high levels of omega-6. So th that three, six, nine omega ratio is out of balance and that's contributing to a lot of inflammatory problems. Zero Acre is here to change this massive problem. Their cultured oil is an all-purpose cooking oil with over 90% heart-healthy and heat-stable monounsaturated fats. It has more monounsaturated fat than even olive and avocado oils and up to 10 times less omega-6 fats than olive and avocado oil. Cultural oil, just to put this in context, contains less than 3% omega-6, while olive oil and avocado oil can contain up to 21% of omega-6 or more. It also, this cultured oil has a high smoking point of 485 degrees Fahrenheit and has a clean, neutral taste, making it perfect for everything from cooking and baking to salad dressings. Head over to zeroacre.com for an exclusive offer. Go to zeroacre.com slash Will Cole or use code Will Cole at checkout to claim this deal. That's Z-E-R-O-A-C-R-E dot com slash Will Cole. Zeroacre.com slash Will Cole. Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it literally every day. I gave AG1 a try. Well, honestly, I've used it for a long time. Honestly, I do it because it's something that's very simple. It's basically a multivitamin, multimineral, a greens 
superfood, and an adaptogen blend, gut health support, all in one. So when I'm busy consulting patients throughout the day, it's something that I can do very simply in between consults, very simply. And our telehealth patients, and honestly, people on social media will ask if what's a great multivitamin, multimineral, what's a green superfood? Like they'll ask different things and we really can get so much just in one scoop of AG1. AG1 replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and more in one simple drinkable habit. AG1 is a daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. Through a science-driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, and whole food sourced nutrients, adaptogens, AG1 delivers comprehensive support for the brain, for your gut health, and your immune system. Since 2010, they've improved their formula 52 times in the pursuit of making the best foundational nutrition supplement possible through high quality ingredients and rigorous standards. With just one scoop, I know that I'm getting the nutrients and gut health support that helps my whole body thrive and covers my nutritional bases. So if you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs of AG1 with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash willcole. That's drinkag one that's D-R-I-N-K-A-G, the number one, dot com slash Wilkel. Drinkag1.com slash Wilkel. Check it out. My wife actually has a time limit on her app as far as social media. I know you yeah. do that too, Em. Yeah. And she, because I'm not at home during the day, but my son is home earlier than me and he's 16 years old. He has my wife's password right now. So it's like, she's even, I think accountability yes, with family great. members too. Yeah. It can be good too. My son has the same can thing. Can I say has, what the app is? It's just on your iPhone. The if iPhone you have an iPhone, has it. So the, I, he did I have, not tell me that yeah, when I bought it. If you go to the settings, there's like a screen time portion of it where you can set limits on whatever apps you have. Each, so, for each app, he has yeah, their own time Yeah, setting. so you can set it. So I have a 15 minute a day on for Instagram yeah. that my husband has the passcode because I, yeah. you know, again, if I have it, then Which I can just I enter anytime Apple I want. for yeah. being yes. intentional from a programming standpoint yeah. of even wanting to help us out with yeah. that. We have to know it's there you to can, use it. And you can go on yeah. and see how many times you pick up your phone. Like that yeah. to me was a huge thing. Very why I started I've turning off notifications too reports. because it's like, yeah. I pick up my phone 70 times a day. That's disgusting. Wow. That's how yeah. I felt. Like, mm -hmm. Emily, like you're so conditioned at this point to just, oh, you get off yeah. a call or you do this. It's, let's mm -hmm. pick up, see what's going on there. It's no, it's, it is. And to me, it was just... I don't want to do that. And and for my kids and for my marriage and just for my health yeah. and well-being, I it's not something that needs to be all the time. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I do applaud them too because I thought that was a really powerful thing to for me to see yeah. on, on what I'm doing. With, with the social, social media companies are largely, we know, historically have been programming us to be so reflexive yeah, and unconscious yeah. and mm -hmm. habitually mm -hmm. checking. At least Apple in this one way is saying, hey, we're trying to protect the overuse of these yep. things. I need the accountability because I don't have someone to have my passcode. So sure. your girl be like, give me 15 more minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I genuinely need to get right. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like I don't have the limit because I, I don't have the accountability. I need someone that has my passcode. Yep. And I'm going to do that this week. I just want you all to know. I'll be your accountability okay. partner. I love it. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a hot hot hot. Oh, yeah, that is a hot, super hot. Yeah, Digital hot. detox all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Holly's gonna date that. <laughs> okay, moving on to the next one. Next hot or not is seed cycling. All right, so it's been trendy for a while now, but it's nothing new. It's it's trendy on social media, but seems like it's becoming more popular as time goes on. Women are using it to support their menstrual cycle, reduce PMS PMS symptoms, boost fertility, people that have other like metabolic PCOS issues, and a quote unquote balance hormones by rotating between pumpkin and flaxseed and sesame and sunflower seeds, depending on what day they're at in their menstrual cycle. So days one to 14, they eat about a tablespoon each of pumpkin and flax every day. And days 14 to 28, they eat about one tablespoon of sesame and sunflower seeds every day. So that's what it is. And it goes with the menstrual cycle. Here's my thoughts on this. I There's not compelling data on seed cycling as a practice as a whole, but the individual constituents of that those seeds do have science behind them. When you're talking about fiber-rich foods, these nuts and seeds are fiber-rich. It's great for supporting hormone balance. Individual micronutrients like selenium, zinc, magnesium are also really supportive of estrogen and progesterone and hormone balance as a whole. So I, I would say the jury's out on the actual practice, but eating these these foods that are rich with fiber and these micronutrients and plant protein do have benefits. That's That would be my hot take on it. Yeah. So I would say if it works for you, if you notice a difference on it, because maybe it's supporting detox from a fiber standpoint, wonderful. I think that's, that's great. Yeah. I think the thing I, I love about this trend is that it's actually getting women to pay attention to their cycle more and to be intentional about looking at how they feel throughout the month. Because I can't tell you how many women that we've seen, you know, yeah. even in their late forties or fifties who really never had tracked their cycles, yeah. you know, when they were having regular cycles. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really just cool to kind of see that. And I, I've read some research too, that certain doctors recommend something like this for women who are coming off of birth control or what, just to help even some of that balance. And we have to remember that we're all, you know, we have our own bio-individuality. So having seeds or, or, you know, different nuts and seeds or whatever that may be might not be the best for someone who has gut issues. So you have to think about, yes. you know, you as a whole too, you know, is it something that you can handle? So yes, we need to just be mindful of that. But I do think it's great to just bring awareness and attention that we should be paying attention to our cycles and how we feel and how yeah. our bodies are functioning too. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I was going to kind of say something along the same lines. It's for me, whenever I'm trying a new intervention, it's risk to reward ratio is that like term for me. So if I know I tolerate these seeds, okay, like you said, and I'm not going to further dysbios, like get my gut in like a dysbiotic form or hurt my gut lining, then I'm going to try it Yeah, because there's really no risk to me implementing these seeds if I tolerate them well. And the reward mm -hmm. could be, I love that, you know, yeah. better stuff. But if I know I don't tolerate those seeds, I'm probably going to pass on this one. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's the thing. Sense. That's a caveat thing. Some people yep. don't do well with nuts and seeds. Yep. Mm -hmm. The people that are more lectin sensitive, yes. have any nut and seed Love allergies, that. you try soaking them. Yeah. You can try having sprouted nuts and seeds. 
there, there are ways around that to make them more digestible, less irritating to the gut. So there are some caveats with our autoimmune patients that I'm thinking yeah. at, the, at certain points in their journey, they may not be able to do this, but certainly the vast majority yeah. of people could b tolerate these foods right. and they're providing plant protein, fiber, healthy fats. Right. There's a Nutrients. lot of yeah. constituents exactly. that make sense from a hormonal support standpoint. It's not standpoint. the only thing too. It's not the only thing that you can do to support your cycle. Obviously, even yeah. just looking at your overall nutrition or even how your physical activity throughout your cycle, there are mm -hmm. different things that can be beneficial in different times of your cycle too. Yeah. Even you've talked about intermittent fasting and you know the benefits of doing that at different times in the cycle too. So I think that there's a lot of great things out there but this is just another really cool option that you can bring in. And I yeah. love what you said, Megan, about that, the, the risk versus reward. I think yeah. that's something Thank to you. think about. And some people within the community, the seed cycling hashtag social media, you know, conversation, I guess, on social media is that what, if they're missing their period, if they're having amenorrhea, irregular cycle, they're trying to sync their cycle with this protocol and they're starting the seed cycling the first phase on the first day of the month to try to synchronize the seed cycling to the phases of the, of the moon so they can have their menstrual cycle in sync cool. with the moon in sync with the moon so yeah and it you can mix the seeds in smoothie you can sprinkle them on oatmeal you can uh, the purists within <laughs> the seed cycling community says the seeds have to be raw and freshly ground but chewing, of course, counts as grinding sure. the seeds. So. Don't swallow them whole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad we made that clear. Yeah. So we think it's hot. Is that where we yeah. land? I think yeah. it's, it's hot if it works for you. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's not going to work for everybody. Hot if it works for you. Yeah. I think it sounds hot. Yeah. yeah. Seed cycling it's all like the way. Hashtag bioindividuality hot. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Hot <laughs> maybe hot. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that we talk about with our functional medicine telehealth patients is our hormones and hormonal health. And part of that for some people is sexual wellness. They're having trouble in the bedroom and there's so much stigma around it. And it's, it's honestly a frank conversation that we need to have because sexual wellness is completely integrally tied to our total whole body wellness. A product that our telehealth patients love is Foria. People may think they need extra help in the bedroom, but will be pleasantly surprised by how much more pleasurable and connected their sexual experiences can be with Foria. Foria creates award-winning products to support intimate experiences across every stage of your life, from menstruation to menopause. Foria's sex and intimacy collection features life-changing plant-based formulas designed to enhance pleasure and open the door for better sex. Foria's products are made with liquid coconut oil for long-lasting moisture and 400 milligrams of CBD for enhanced relaxation. Apply as much of this product as you want, as many times as you want during sexual intimacy. Foria fans love sex oil because it's clean, silky but never sticky, and safe for sensitive skin and sensitive parts. I can read insanely glowing reviews from Foria's website all day. You have to check them out, by the way. There's so many. This is a cult favorite for sure. But you really just have to try the formulas for yourself to understand. And I highly, highly recommend that you do. The good news is that Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash willcole or use code willcole at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash Will Cole for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil. 
You'll thank me later. People are loving my episode with Kaylee and Danielle from ClearStem. If you haven't checked out, go back after this episode, go back and listen to my conversation on the podcast with Kaylee and Danielle from ClearStem. It will blow your mind about all things skin health, the very common ingredients that are even in clean skincare lines that can be breaking you out or accelerated aging and you don't even know. ClearStem is doing so many innovative things in this space. It's a revolutionary skincare brand that is both anti-aging and anti-acne with zero hormone disruptors or toxins. The brand was founded in San Diego by these two amazing women, Danielle and Kaylee. The co-founders met when Kaylee was suffering from severe cystic acne, searching for answers, and found the San Diego Acne Clinic, which Danielle founded. The two bonded over their mutual passion for holistic skin health and whole body wellness. After doing their due diligence and finding that existing products contained poor clogging ingredients or toxic chemicals that disrupted hormones, they decided that their clients and the world deserved better. Together, they began working with a world-renowned cosmetic chemist, developing a serum that helped reverse acne scars, regulate hormonal oil production, reduce skin redness and inflammation, and increase collagen and elasticity in the skin. This is a game-changing skincare line. It's formulated by the acne guru herself, Danielle, with zero pore clogging ingredients and zero toxins. It combines all three categories of skincare. Anti-aging meets anti-acne meets clean beauty. It's based on over eight years of clinical work at the San Diego Acne Clinic. And they, what I love about ClearStem is that they support skincare from the inside out as well as the outside in. They have their new supplement that's called Mind Body Skin. You have to check this out. It's a great natural alternative to Accutane. So you're looking to support skin health, decreasing inflammation, decreasing breakouts. I definitely recommend their Mind Body Skin as well as supporting your skin from the outside in with the ClearStem skincare line. Go to clearstemskincare.com, use code WILLCOLE for 15% off your first order. That's clearstemskincare.com, use code WILLCOLE at checkout for 15% off. Okay, on to the next one. So this is also a cycling one. What about skin cycling? All right, so skin cycling is rotating different skincare products across about four nights, even though I'll talk some about some caveats there, gaining a popularity on TikTok specifically, but also Instagram and other social media platforms that's been shown that people say transforms your complexion, reduces acne and redness, skin inflammation, and delivers a filter-worthy glow. Night one is cleanser and exfoliation. Night two is cleanser and retinol. Night three is cleanser and a moisturizer. And night four is repeated another cleanser and moisturizer, which are recovery nights. Basically, these three and four are recovery nights. And then you go back and cycle back to the exfoliation night, back to retinol, and you just keep skin cycling in the evening. This is nothing new to the podcast at all. I mean, Dr. Whitney Bowe, who's a good friend of mine and colleague, she's been on the podcast before. She is the one that popularized this and really put this out on social media. Right at the time of recording this, hashtag skin cycling has a whopping 350 million 
hashtags. So a lot of people are doing this. And there's a lot of customizations that we talk about on the episodes. Go so back, go back and listen to the episode. But you can add an extra retinol night. You can cut down a recovery night. You can extend these things. There's a lot of bioindividuality that she talks as far as beginner and advanced versions of skin cycling. Yeah. I think it's really great because I think people overuse some of these actives like exfoliation mm -hmm. and retinol that really can disrupt the skin microbiome, the skin barrier, and cause inflammation and irritate the skin. And she's teaching people how to, it's not all or nothing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's about the dose. It's about the frequency of the use and finding your sweet spot. And there's a lot of skin yep. bioindividuality mm -hmm. here. But what do you think, patient team? Yeah, Emily, I, I, want, I want your input. She's our like skin <laughs> She's the skin queen, skincare queen of the clinic. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I do love a good skincare love, routine. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. I'm researching organ meats. Emily is researching clean <laughs> yes. skin products. And we all yes. know <laughs> clean skincare that actually works. So I love it. And I actually loved that episode too with Dr. Whitney Bow as well. So it's something that I have really seen a lot of improvement with doing. So I, you know, for a while I wasn't as intentional with this trend, but I think naturally in some ways I've done it because I've taken rest, you know, rest breaks, things like that. But this is a game changer, I think. Honestly, I think that I've really seen it help. And, you know, I think that we've known, oh, okay, don't exfoliate every single day. But some people don't know that. And some people don't even realize that even using like, a rag or something to wash your face is exfoliating. So oh my I think gosh. that, again, this is just bringing awareness and especially with skin barrier, we don't realize how easily it can become irritated or damaged. And so for me, after having kids, it, that's, that's what kind of woke me up a little bit of like, oh, wow, I really need to take care of my skin and be intentional about this. And I haven't looked back since. So that's how I feel. It's a hot for me for sure. Well, I would say it's hot in the way, Dr. Cole, that you said it for me, because it is showing that, you know, people are overusing these products and really like potentially damaging and they should be looking into cycling and bioindividuality because I was one of those people overusing, like I found like a face scrub I really liked, exfoliator, and then I would use it like way too often. And lately, because my skin is so sensitive, I have done more less cycling, we'll say. So there's actually days where I don't wash my skin at all. I feel like people are going to come for me for this, but <laughs> yeah. I really feel like my skin barrier and my skin on my face needed that break. So now I take some days off and I just do cold, like filtered water yeah. on my face. I do some beef tallow, maybe an Alatura cleanser, but I would say I do very, 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 very light. And you have great skin, skin. cycling. Thank you. you do. It's all the organ yeah. meats. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, well, it, I think it really it's a good is. Point. Wow. It is. Yeah. It's something that Dr. Bo talks about is we, we speak the same language. Yeah. Is that She's great. it's also from the inside yep. out. Yeah. Inside out. Skin She's health is not just the outside in. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. That yes. is what it is. We have to do it both I think, sides. I think what's important too is that, you know, especially on social media, whether it's Instagram or TikTok, you're seeing this this trend where people will just post, hey, this is what I use. Mm -hmm. And then they start using it. But at the yeah. same time, that doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to work well for your skin. And do you mm -hmm. even know the Preach. active ingredients or the inactive ingredients that are in yeah. it? Or and the I see percentages it of them. I see yeah. it happen all the time where friends will just be like, oh, I started taking this because I saw it online. And it's like, oh my gosh, like, no, that's not how that should, you know, you have to figure out what's what your skin is doing right now, how, you know, what's going on with it. And again, like you said, from the inside out, are yeah. you even taking care of it on a nutritional level? 
but then finding the right products for you. So I think that that's a really important part of this is you can't just take anything. Don't go and just buy any product because you see that it's working for someone else. I really think that it's important to find what your skin needs are yeah. first. Yeah. And give your skin those rest days because the skin on your face is so thin. Yep. So thin. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So check out the episode with Dr. Bo. She's a great resource on social media anyways. Yes. Yeah. And like looking at different brands. I think we and, like all follow her. <laughs> yeah. She's great. She's we love great. her. Yeah. So. So we think it's hot. That's a hot. Yeah. It's hot. I sure say that. I think it's hot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Sea moss. Where do sea we moss. land with the old sea moss? Uh, the old sea moss. <laughs> All right. So people on social media seem to be sharing more about sea moss lately. <laughs> Who would have thought? Someone on Facebook said many of our customers have been buying it much more recently, often recently, in gel form, capsules, powder, and sea moss gummies. Some people on TikTok are sharing their sea moss challenge, taking about a spoonful every day for 30 days. Challenging because it tastes gross, but it has so many purported benefits. Benefits can include detox support, boosted mood and brain health, improved immune system support, energizing, stress relief, reduced bloating. So some digestive benefits there that people are saying for themselves and great for women's health and menstrual support. Is it worth buying? And what's the actual science behind CMOTs? At the time of recording, hashtag CMOS has an insane of 735 million hashtags. Oh my gosh. Wow. TikTok's weird. TikTok is odd. TikTok's (laughs) so weird. What? I don't get it. That's an insane amount of people just looking at CMOS. Looking at CMOS. (laughs) Something they don't even know where it is or where it's from. Some Uh, of the people. Right. So here, let's look at the nutrition profile from a clinical nutrition standpoint. About two tablespoons, about 10 grams of sea moss has negligible amount of calories. It's very low calories, about five calories. 0.2 grams of protein, so very low (laughs) amount of protein, very low amount of fiber, 0.13, very low sugar. But where it has more, it has higher levels of magnesium, about Mm -hmm. 14 milligrams of magnesium, about 15 milligrams of phosphorus and decent amounts of potassium and then small amounts of zinc and iron. So I could see it being beneficial from a some of these trace mineral micronutrient standpoints. And we know we could look at labs for a living magnesium deficiency is ubiquitous. mm -hmm. So it's responsible for hundreds of different (laughs) pathways needed for hormone support, energy production, stress support. So I could see it as being a using your meals as your multivitamin, getting some of these minerals that we know are lower in people. Yeah. And I didn't mention iodine, but it has about 14, no, sorry, 47 milligrams of iodine per gram of sea moss. We see low levels of iodine too, which can help with thyroid hormone support. And so I'd say magnesium, iodine would be two things to think about. But what do you guys think? I'm I'm here for it. I'm like, which might be surprising because I gravitate towards, you know, nose to tail, but I'm here for anything that helps us with these, you know, nutrient deficiencies and especially foods that normal people, like the normal people in America are not eating. You know, if it broadens your horizon, if it helps with those nutrient deficiencies, and also it can help because there's a lot of benefits to sea moss versus just 
traditional seaweed. Sea moss, from my understanding, grows in more shallow waters where rocks are. So it's also, chances are, a lot cleaner if you're getting it from a good source and less likely to contain the toxins that could be found deeper within the ocean, again, from my research. But I like any conversation that gets us eating food from the earth that can also be beneficial from a regenerative farming or regenerative, like, ocean mm-hmm. standpoint. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, still at the same time, making sure that you're getting a brand that is, you know, organic testing. wild, that's yep. testing for heavy metals, you yep. know, those toxins that can hide, Absolutely. you know, that so in algae. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So quality is still everything for Absolutely. sure. But I agree with that. And, you know, even talk about skincare, it's, you know, it's a great yes. way to, you know, pr- you know, help yes. with your skin and, but it's yep. an inside out thing, right? Like we were talking about. So, I mean, we did it when Andrea and I did that cleanse. It was something that we added into mm-hmm. the smoothies that we were doing. So, I mean, we've we've tried different things that we recommend to our patients. And yeah. this is definitely one yeah. that we use. Yeah, we beta test everything, any new protocol, and we we brought it in. Yeah, so yeah from it's and we see iodine deficiency. So I think it's a decent source of <sighs> yeah. iodine. Huge. Too yeah. much iodine can be problematic for right. people yeah. to have autoimmune right. conditions. Just but how much of- sea moss are you going to eat that you're going to get too much? <laughs> and I don't think I... <laughs> Personally, I don't think it tastes bad. I was going to ask, like, what's the taste? Tell I, me about this. I mean, we did a gel, and I didn't think it tasted bad at all. Sure, it might be a weird texture. Maybe that's yeah. it for people. And but, for the average person mm. on social media, I'm sure yeah. it tastes yeah. not the what they're used to. Especially yeah. if you're doing more traditional American. Yeah. yeah. American and if you put it in a smoothie, you're not going to taste it. Yeah. So, right. yeah. And I thought this is interesting that we many of us have something that's made from sea moss in the form of carrageenan. Yes. Carrageenan is like the, the processed, thickener. isolated version of it. Good I, you know, I'm a weird weirdo, but the the origins of carrageenan, which is made from sea moss, comes from Carrigan Head, which is a cape near Northern Ireland. In the 19th century, carrageenan becomes a key ingredient in classic Irish pudding. It has a thickening and emulsifying properties that makes it a very useful culinary additive. And now people, if you look like the plant milks, like the almond milks, you see carrageenan in in a lot of different plant milks. Some people do have digestive issues Mm -hmm. from carrageenan. Yeah, because it is Um, processed. Mm. Yeah. Processed version of it. So, yeah, just a little fun fact. Yeah, I love it. So that's another hot one for us. Am I yeah, right? I would say, say it's hot. hot. All right. I would say it's hot. Seamoss. I wouldn't say it's going to solve, you know, all your problems, but. Yeah. The fact that there's almost yeah. 800 million hashtags is still weird to me, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Right. things weird. that become trendy are just so, you know, ab- obscure. Yeah. Right. You can't, the one last thing I'll say though, it's like, you can't bring in sea moss, you know, if you're still eating McDonald's and Wendy's, like how much is it it's really going to cancel do? it out? Like, <laughs> it's not going to cancel out the poor no. things too. So take an encompassing approach there. Start yeah. with whole foods mm-hmm. first. And then yeah. again, bring in these things as additional support. Yeah. You're not going to sea moss your way out of a poor diet. No, no. I love that. <laughs> We're going to have that on a mug or something. I can't Seriously. wait. <laughs> I'm breaking my intermittent fast today with this freaking delicious protein powder that I first about heard about from some people on my team. It's crazy viral on TikTok, so I had to try it for myself. I looked at the ingredients, and I love it. Usually, protein powders have either horrible ingredients, they, they taste or horrible, they have this chalky aftertaste, but this protein powder from Clean Simple Eats is so different. It's so creamy and smooth with absolutely zero chalkiness. Each serving contains 20 grams of grass-fed whey protein. The whey is cold processed from start to finish, keeping all the nutrients intact. 
Their formula also contains digestive enzymes, which I love. This blend of digestive enzymes helps to break down the proteins into usable amino acids. They have over 22 delicious all-natural flavors. I love this one that I'm using right now, the Simply Vanilla, but honestly, you can try all of them and see which one's your favorite. You can try 10 different kinds with their protein variety pack. It's only $18 with the code that I'll give you right now. One of the things I love about Clean Simple Eats is their high ingredient standards. Their protein powder is non-GMO, it's gluten-free, it's third-party tested, it's always grass-fed, and it's made with zero artificial ingredients. Visit cleansimpleeats.com and use code, check it out, Will Cole. Use that code, Will Cole, at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's 20% off your first order at cleansimpleeats.com. Cleansimpleeats.com. Use code Will Cole for that special discount. Okay, we've got one more hot or not. Nature's cereal. What's our thoughts? Okay, so this became this breakfast option that consists of berries, pomegranate seeds, and coconut water. It's been around for a few years now, but recently blew up when Lizzo posted about it. Right now, hashtag nut nature cereal has 988 million hashtags. My gosh. So- I mean, I've never tried this, but I've had these individually. I've had coconut water, berries, and pomegranate seeds. This sounds fine for me if you want to it, want to have it. I, I find it really cool that Lizzo is popularizing eating healthy foods. I saw her recently post, she didn't tag them, but in her fridge, she had the glow nuts that I eat. Those oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. healthy donuts. Oh, yes. I was like, what is a glow night? Yes. Yes. So she, it was in her fridge. So like, you know, these people that have big followings, it it like trended in the wellness community, like Lizzo eats glow nuts. So I think it's good that she's having this. She's having glow nuts. She's being, eating foods that love her back and exploring these things. So, hey, look, if if it becomes popular that more people that listen to Lizzo are eating these foods over the, some of the junk that Americans eat, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, if you're switching from cornflakes or donuts for your breakfast to this, I think that's a great change. I think that, you know, is it going to work for everybody? No, not necessarily. It's a weird combination of things. I don't know. It doesn't seem appealing to me. Yeah. I think we should all try it after this. Yeah. I think we should try it. Yeah. Because I'm more of a savory person too. So I don't know that I would like wake up wanting this. Yeah. Yeah. And Megan, our carnivore queen too. I don't know how often you would have it. But so lately I've been getting really good quality like whole milk Greek yogurt. And I kind of put some of these things in there. But like I do the whole milk Greek yogurt. And I know you just had the glucose goddess on. And yes, and I wonder how this is affecting everyone's blood sugar first thing in the morning, yeah. which bioindividuality. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely not a savory breakfast. It will, I would say you could, we could assume looking at data and continuous glucose monitors for a yeah. living here, it would spike a lot of people's yeah. blood yeah. sugar. But it's still, I think, a move in the right direction. Absolutely. The That's what I'm saying. If you're yeah. switching, you know. Yes. Definitely going to have a positive. Yes. Yeah. It will spike your blood sugar less so than cinnamon toast crunch which yeah. throwback to 1997 megan that was clutch <laughs> that was my favorite cereal I, I wasn't allowed to have that i'm pretty sure that was before like there was any like diabetics in my family really we're all like oh yeah cinnamon toast crunch oh, they uh, they were good taste yes, you could see were. yeah delicious yeah. yeah i mean it was a full-end dessert at 7 a.m in the wow. morning yes. <laughs> what a treat once i was 13 that was. that was ripped out of my diet like, oh, okay. yeah so but look there is some fiber here there's antioxidants, yeah. there's electrolytes, 
So I, I think there's some merit to more to, food yeah. from you know the earth as opposed yeah. to a box. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I say it's hot for our yeah, culture. Yeah, yeah we hot. really. I think it's good looking. Everything is hot today. <laughs> it looks beautiful. Average, yeah. solid, solid. Very yeah. pomegranate seeds. They've got great color. <laughs> <laughs> So we had all hots, no knots today. Wow, we're just too easy. There, there you are. go, y'all. We didn't plan that. <laughs> Super hot. Just a Which, hot take Okay, on it. all right. Out of all of the ones that we just did, what would you say is the hottest in your opinion? Ooh, okay. for, for our world, the digital, digital, digital detox. detox. <laughs> I agree. I was going to say that one is like hot. It reminds me of that one <laughs> in Always song, turned on, Holly. guys. <laughs> Oh, Holly, Jesus. what's the sync song that it reminds oh, me digital, of? Digital, digital, get down. <laughs> Just you and me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, do we have time for a question? Because we did have a question from someone. Yeah, it was someone submitted it, I think, on Facebook, Yes, right? it was on Facebook. So this is a good one because we've already kind of talked about this topic a little bit. But mm. this question is regarding wearable tracking devices like the Apple Watch, Aura Ring, Fitbit, etc. Someone on Facebook asked if the benefits of these devices outweigh the EMF exposure risks. What do you think? Okay, so the let's look at one the Aura Ring that comes to mind because we we use the Aura Ring a lot for patient tracking yes. data. Not everybody, but the Aura Ring emits minimal yeah. EMFs Very and cool. also allows you to put it in airplane mode to even further limit yeah. EMFs. Mm -hmm. But the limit for the specific absorption rate or the SAR for a device such as the Aura Ring is about two two W per kilograms for head and body, the Aura Ring SAR level is 0.0003 so W per, wow. per kilograms. Yeah. Yeah. So additionally, Bluetooth is only active on the Aura Ring for short periods of time, well below the 1% of the day. Data is transmitted more continuously when the ring syncs with the app and during firmware updates. Mm -hmm. So these are very small levels. Yeah. So I can't speak on every biohacking wearable, yeah. but I believe most of the ones that we actually recommend are very, not I believe, they are. They yeah. are very low. Especially if you're looking at the ring. CGMs that we're looking, mm -hmm. we're looking at the, the rings, even the bands that people wear, they're very low. So I... We're, we're exposed to so much more EMFs in other places. Yeah. I don't think that, I think that the benefits for people who need these things or can benefit from the data that they provide way outweigh the any yeah. potential small amount of drawbacks. The Apple Watch is only 0.17 to put things oh, into perspective. So that's not Lord. bad where your phone is like four something, I think. Like it's, yeah. the phone's a lot higher. Yeah. I mean, I'm an Apple Watch person. I know not everyone else is here, but- I mean, just from a perspective of you can turn it on, you can turn it off, airplane mode, you can turn off notifications like I do in my appointments. But I like my Apple Watch because it does hold me accountable for my steps and working out. Mm -hmm. I'm like a gig, like one of those like gigapets or whatever that we eat Tamagotchis. Yes. Only I'm keeping oh my myself gosh. alive with the Apple Watch. I like mine too, Megan. And I like mine, but I feel like I got a little anxious because I was like, I don't wear it that much because I was like, oh can, my gosh, am, am I being anxiety. exposed? <laughs> So, I yeah, mean, now levels. that I know that, yeah. it's not that high. I'm going to yeah. throw that boy on. Yeah. But Aura Ring does um, help track your activity. Like, you can't wear it during a ton of different things if it's, like, dangerous, you know. Like, I don't wear, it, like, lifting weights. But, like, for your walks and stuff, you can just use your Aura Ring. And oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I didn't even realize yeah, it that. it does track your activity. And it, so it, I love that. it syncs cycles, too. Yes. Yep. Yep. 
I love it. Track data. Yeah, yeah. So I think that this, I think the benefits outweigh any drawbacks. What do you guys think? Emma? I would agree. Agreed. I would agree. Yeah. Does, do everybody knew all these wearables? No, they don't. Right. So I don't want to think everybody, I don't want people to think they need to go out and buy all the right. gadgets because there's a separate stress level that I think some of these gadgets can provide, yeah. can can bring people right, where they right. become well stressing about not sleeping well and it adds to their anxiety around yeah. wellness. I, if it's causing you any anxiety, then drop it. It's not worth right. it. Yeah. And, and some people need data, like type one diabetics need continuous glucose monitors. So they yeah. don't have an option. Yeah. But like if you're doing it from a wellness standpoint, then, and you have the option of not wearing it, then if it's adding to your stress, don't have it. But that wasn't the question. It was, it was the EMF. Yeah. Yeah. So we're here for it basically. Yeah. Yeah. What a positive episode. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's going to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. You all know music is medicine and laughter is medicine too. Oh my goodness. We didn't really address what happened on the last. Was it the last one or the one before that? Maybe the one before. I think there's a little bit of PTSD from Hollywood. Yeah, I'm like, we try to do the humming game, which we do in the office all the time. Holly, I walk by in between consulting patients and she'll say, hey, what song am I humming? And then she'll hum. And I normally get it wrong. Emily normally gets it right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I. We tried to do it on one of the episodes and the humming tone just ended up. Well, but. Let's say this. It didn't work well because you were a little nervous about humming I was in the first place. Yeah, it was your first time mm-hmm. doing it publicly. It, it was, was your coming out party. You're humming and coming out party. I will never do it again. <laughs> well, can we, we still play in office, though? Oh, 100%. So you're but not going to do mic, it for the people? I will no longer be humming for wow, you she, all. she hung up the humming That's hat already. Wow, retired. But I, I prefer the singing anyway, <laughs> though. You. I'm not going to lie. Thank I you. prefer the singing. Okay, it makes so me what? happy. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Don't you think? A little too. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you got to belt out that. It's like, yay. All right. Actually, yeah, that's a little too high, but that's the song in my head, y'all. You know that you love it. (laughs) I don't know what that song is. Ironic. Alanis Morissette. Oh, my gosh. It's one of the most epic songs. Love her. I wasn't able to have Cinnamon Toast Crunch as a kid. Do you think I knew that song? You weren't listening to Jagged Little Pill at like... 12 like I was. <laughs> oh my god. Because you know that the, the bane, the, the, the sadness of life at 12. Yes, I, that's what I, mean. I was like, are you listening to Alanis Morissette? Where'd you find that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> You're you not need to listen to that one, Em. I guess wow. I'll be listening. I'll sing it for you later. <laughs> I'll hum it for you later. <laughs> and then she got happy though. Jagged Little Pill was like the trenches and then like her like albums got progressively more optimistic. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. Hey, well, I love that we just did that. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you want to learn more about the clinical work that we do, the telehealth center, new patient, telehealth patient options, all of it is at drwillcole.com. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.